0: me into the tormented, menhead haunted
1: half lit
0: night of the insane this is my one let me lead you into it let me take you into the mind of a woman
1: who is mad hi and welcome to Beyond the cabin in the woods a good goals guide to horror I'm your poulter guide Kinsey I'm your poulter guide Donna
0: and I'm your poulter guide meck
1: and this week, we watched the 1982 film Cat People, which is a remake of Cat People from the 40s. Um, so we're going to be very spoilery. Um, if you haven't seen this film, you've had plenty of time. <laughs> um, so I guess let's just we'll jump right out the gate. Had you seen it before? Did you like it? Did you not like it? And... I had not seen this before. I kind of thought I had, but um, either I completely blanked it out from my memory or I have not seen it before. Um, I think this film should be listed in the Geneva Convention as being illegal to use as a form of torture. So... um, if this were a video medium, I would show you the expression on my face through most of the movie. Oh. And, and listen, listen, Malcolm McDowell being creepy is like my thing. I'm totally I am
0: fine. Yeah.
1: Into Malcolm McDowell being creepy. I mean, Clockwork Orange, uh, Caligula. I am. What's Star Trek
0: Generations.
1: Star Trek Generations. Malcolm McDowell could be creepy and I am into it. No. No. No.
0: No. It's just wrong. It's wrong. No, um I'm done. Um <laughs> We might get a little bit into the rule, but I have never seen the movie before. I have seen I have seen the 1940s original, which I thought was great and, and then everybody talked about oh this this movie's Like the the remakes on a whole other level, you can't, you don't even know what you're dealing with until you see. Like, I I felt now I feel like I've been um harmed by people who have recommended this movie over the years. They say, Oh, it's so sexy. No, it's not. No, it isn't. You say it's sexy. I need you to stand in the corner and stay there for 15 to life. Maybe we'll see what the judge says. Yeah, (laughs)
1: um, not sexy,
0: not not sexy. There are there are moments where I feel like the movie is trying to be sexy, but there's all that shit that happened before where that's not I'm not gonna be in that kind of headspace, thanks.
1: Nope, 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 nope. There's uh, other places to see naked people. There's a lot right. of places to see naked
0: people. It did it, it didn't predict the internet. It maybe maybe that <laughs> maybe,
1: maybe just,
0: if we could have told Paul Schrader that there will be a a, a an information superhighway filled with boobies, he would have just said, no, nah, no, nah, shut it down. We don't need this. <laughs>
1: um, oh.
0: <laughs> yes. I disliked it immensely. Yeah.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So very similar to you, Donna. I thought I had seen this before. Turns out I had seen, oh, probably about the last fourth of it. Like I had was flipping the channels around, probably doing some housework around. And uh, about when she has the dream of what they are, which we'll, we'll get there and beyond. That's what I had seen. So I hadn't, but because I was doing things and not. Actively paying attention, so when this was suggested, it was like, "Yeah, okay, cool. I can actually see the whole thing." And uh, I knew, I knew the theme song because '80s Bowie is superior in That's my part of the film. So yeah, and then seeing it this time, um, no, it's not one I'm going to go back to. Like <laughs> I, I've seen it, I, I I've done my time, I've done my sentence, I've learned, I've learned. Uh, I'm a reformed person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found a copy of vintage stock, and I had some credit there, so I bought it. On disc, watched it, and then immediately put it back into the pile of things to go back to vintage stock. <laughs> it it lived the full life cycle of my DVD collection in the ninety minutes or so that it existed.
1: Oh, I know which transfer you're talking about, and it was. It's probably Screen Factory, and it was, and it probably no, 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 no,
0: no, no. no. It was uh, 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 a Universal. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, a DVD release, probably from I'm gu- guessing about twenty years ago.
1: Okay, because I know Scream Factory just did, did it like yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, that you buying that one, it's like, oh, that all that tracks. But oh so in case you guys were wondering what cat people is about, are and you uh,
0: shouldn't. You shouldn't wonder. Listen to us. Listen to the end, <laughs> a whole show, get to the end of the show, and now you've had you you know what you need to know about Kathy.
1: Listen, everything. In cat people, you can find in Game of Thrones, except the pretty black cat. I mean, and you if- can find the pretty black cat at the zoo.
0: And, and it, it might spoil our, our rule just a little bit, but the three of us are still alive and can be held accountable for what we say.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Um, But IMDB <laughs> is going to disagree with us, just so we're clear. And they want you to know that a young woman's sexual awakening brings horror when she discovers her urges transform her into a monstrous black leopard. I feel like they're 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 not addressing the elephant in the room
0: they're <laughs> They're missing one part of that. They're only introducing like thirty percent of the cringe quality. a young woman on the uh, on the cuspers sexuality. No, thank you. no, thank you. I don't no, no, no we're, we're, why? We're, are they white? Well, there's that.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a... So we um, see this whole... Okay, no, just why are they white? Why? Yeah. Oh.
0: But what the movie's really about... I'm sorry. Is, and you're fine. ...is enter a wild and fantastical world, one that is beyond even our most extreme disbelief, where everyone thinks Annette O'Toole is unattractive. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, come on. Just because Natasha Kinsky looks like she stuck her mouth in a vacuum cleaner for an hour and a half doesn't mean that Annette O'Toole is in the 80s is not, you know, rhyme Annette O'Toole. It's true. Yeah. I, I, like the whole movie, like you can say, "Oh, it's about this." And like, "Oh, it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable." Like I, I, this was the intent of the filmmaker. But I don't believe a minute of it because everybody's like Annette O'Toole, get
1: out of
0: here.
1: She was fun. She was vivacious. She is. I mean, she's gorgeous anyway. Like right. Like even when she's in her zoo fatigues, she's yeah. cute. She's cute, cute. With, her, yeah. with her braids. Yes. Yes. And, she can ha- and she can handle a gun. Yeah. And she's a good friend. You want her at your back. Heck yeah. yeah. She's on the walkie-talkie watching the TV for you. Yeah.
0: I don't believe any like either the guys in the bar, John Heard, Malcolm McDowell, really. Um, <laughs> why everyone is like, oh no, Annette O'Toole. Blech. That's no thank you. I don't like that.
1: Get her out of here.
0: Yeah. Gross. Do we have any young women on the cusp of their sexuality? No,
1: stop asking
0: those questions. That's bad.
1: That's a little bit rude. Yeah. Okay, do we want to address what we're we're also dancing around so I don't know. Maybe maybe Schrader should have danced around a little bit more, but you know, I I want to explain my why are they white outburst? just uh, in case if
0: they've seen the movie, I think they're going to connect to it pretty quick yeah, go ahead it, but yeah.
1: for anyone who hasn't watched the movie, they're from Africa first, they're from <laughs> Africa and so they're, they're that, black when they're leopards yeah <laughs> just they're from Africa there you go from for centuries, their people have been from Africa for right. centuries yeah, their people have been from Africa. Yeah, centuries. I'm done. Not
0: it'd that be... I. <laughs> go no,
1: okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop. Uh, All right, we can we can go to the thing we're <laughs> dancing around. Okay, it'd
0: be like if Brad Pitt paid played T'Challa. Like
1: what? What? <laughs> oh Mac, that made me throw open my
0: mouth. Like oh, and that's what this movie does.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Come here. So what we're dancing around is. The
0: plot of the thing.
1: <laughs> Natasha Kinsky and Matt McDowell are brother and sister. Their parents died when they were young, so they were separated and they reconnect as adults. Cause I think he's eight years older than her or something like that. Like he was 12 and she was four. I paid way too much attention on age and I don't know why, but anyway.
0: Well, because there's an ick factor there too, but
1: keep going. Yeah. Uh and so they reconnect. He's living in New Orleans and he's already icky when they're meeting. Like he, it's super icky, very gropy and a little grindy. There's it, the sniff. There's the sniff. There's, yeah. There's the a very disturbing sniff. There's yeah. There's the
0: nuzzle. Uh, yeah. During yeah. The, the sniff. Nuzzle. nuzzle was about where I disconnect from the movie. I was like,
1: oh, no. <laughs> um, And you come to find out they are a race of cat people, which, you know, the name kind of gives it away. But if they have sex with anyone else that isn't related to them, specifically siblings, then they turn into a a giant leopard. And the only way for them to transform back into human is to kill somebody. So the only safe person, (laughs) according to Malcolm McDowell, for them to have sex with is each other. And then you find out their parents were siblings, and this is a whole thing, and ugh, I'm a, ugh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, she doesn't know any of this because she is virginal, because she's on the cusp. The cusp. She's on the cusp. You can tell she's virginal because of the wispy little boycott she's got going on. I thought it was because she was also in a lot of pastel colors that she was showing. Yeah, uh, And tops that were very 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 see-through oh yes side note apparently (laughs) Paul Schrader the director and her were having an affair during the making of this movie (laughs) I mean as one does yeah so yeah but then she oh wait but then Paul Malcolm McDowell apparently likes to murder hookers yeah But because they are, they're sex workers, nobody's paying attention in 1980s New Orleans. Yeah. So he gets caught, shot up with ketamine, and ends up in the zoo. (laughs) And, and weirdly enough, Irina, the sister, is looking for a job and starts (laughs) working at the zoo. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even with this plot anymore, gang. Uh, oh my gosh. I can't. Now let's go off on the zoo. Yes, please, Donna. Let's let's put us in vet corner. I won. So now I'm gonna give this movie, I'm holding my fingers approximately an inch apart, this much credit because the eighties were about the time when zoos started getting really serious about habitat enrichment. I remember when The Oklahoma City Zoo um, just redid all their cat enclosures. So maybe New Orleans hadn't had that enlightenment yet. I don't know. But these big cats were in enclosures that looked like maybe 10 feet by 10 feet. Yeah. And a couple of them had big sticks in them. Yeah. And otherwise, it was just concrete and brick. And 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 if your arm was long enough you could pet these animals like yes yeah. oh my god <laughs> as ed begley junior discovered yeah me with not very long arms i could have given those kitty cats scritches and given high five to the orangutan like that yeah. how close and those of you that know me in real life know i don't have i i, I got little stubby arms so i i there could have been kids could have been given pets let's just Let's put it that way with how close these are. (laughs) So I remember taking my kid to the Oklahoma City Zoo when they were about maybe six. And and I was a little disappointed because it's a beautiful enriched environment. It's just a big open field with some logs and some trees. But it was an interesting moment because as we were walking along, I just suddenly felt my entire sympathetic nervous system go, "Eh!" and I got really nervous. And I remember grabbing their hand and just looking around going, what's wrong? And I suddenly noticed behind this giant log, a pair of eyes just Mm -hmm. looking at us. And I was like, that tiger is hunting us. (laughs) It's not going to get us, but it is hunting us. But yeah, there was just these two eyes and a pair of ears looking at us over the top of the log.
0: And now you got to wonder if it was a young person on the cusp of their sexuality sealed forever in in tiger form.
1: Exactly. And that you know that might have been another Natasia Kinski yeah. living in a zoo in a much better habitat. Anyway, so yeah, those those habitats were horrible and I pity every single one of those big cats living in these tiny little boxes with a stick. Horrible, horrible. And Egg Begley Jr.'s character Deserved what happened to him. Character. Be very clear.
0: Ed Bailey's Jr.'s arm is fine. I've seen it in other stuff after this, so.
1: (laughs) It survived. It's okay. So horrible, horrible zoo. Horrible. And the cab driver was right to tell her the zoo was bad. I mean, the cab driver did seem pretty knowledgeable. Yeah. Hey, let's go here. Let's do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. she should have gone to the French Quarter, like the cab driver said. Listen to your cab driver. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably gonna
0: leave you alone if you go to the French Quarter. Yeah. I mean
1: <laughs> Yeah. It would have been a whole different movie. Um <laughs> I just wanna mention there was just like a parade of young stars in this movie. John Larroquette, I love yes. John Larroquette. Ed Bagley Jr. Annette O'Toole. We've mentioned Annette O'Toole.
0: When when I was watching it, my wife was in the room and she was watching the credits. And she's like, they're in this? They're in this? Yeah.
1: Yeah, then Frankie Faison, one of a good character actor. He's also in this. I wasn't expecting him.
0: Apparently, he was dubbed over. Really? With, with, an, with another voice actor. That's what, when I was looking at cast list, it said that. And I was like, A, I don't hear it. B, I don't know why.
1: With his character, because he was playing an a uh, police officer, that was the most stylized Blade Runner police officer slicker that he had on when he was at the house.
0: That's standard issue with New Orleans people. Okay,
1: all right. Yeah. Um, Ruby D was in it, which I only yeah. I know I know her from The Stand. It was nice to see her other than The Stand. On, yeah, yeah. Um. So the you know the big incestuous twist. Uh, or not, uh, not that, but that they're actually cat people. I did notice they did the Halloween thing where there is a lot of cat imagery, cat sounds, like leading up to that discovery that they're really cats. Which I mean, why would you go see a movie <laughs> called Cat People? If not, not a big one. twist, not a big surprise. Yeah, like it. Where in the Halloween they were a lot more coy with what was going on, and is. Also, just a better filmmaker,
0: great Schrader has some skills in a certain kind of framework, but he made this one for the money, and he got bored in the middle of it and just started fucking with us and it's not okay
1: well and even even when he wasn't bored with this, like it is very stylized and it yeah. i mean it looks good, yeah, it's a piece of shit, but it looks <laughs> it is a well polished. <laughs>
0: A well photographed piece of shit. Yeah,
1: like the lighting is good. The the imagery, you know. Once again, we know my feelings on Bowie. I'm also yeah. a fan of uh 80 synth music in film. Sure.
0: It's a a little manhuntery in places, but I'll allow it. Right,
1: yeah. right. This is 82. We'll we'll allow. So, do we want to talk about boobs? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> So many boobs, little oh, boobs, big oh. boobs, round boobs. What is your preference on boobs? Because this movie, you will see this preference. You, you will, ha- <laughs> and, and there is just a quick flash of cock, just oh, yeah. just one, and it's quick.
0: I but, must have missed it. I was ready. Um, yep. There
1: was there was some little Malcolm in there. Which oh. I mean if you're if you're wanting I, don't to...
0: why, I don't know why I'd prefer to see John Hurd's dick over Malcolm McDowell's, but I do.
1: Because Malcolm Malcolm McDowell's a lot more creepy than John yeah. Hurd in this film. Because
0: Malcolm McDowell's dick is up to no good. <laughs>
1: But it was funny because it was there was a point when he was I think it was right after he killed the the cute blonde yeah um, and he was he was sprawled on the floor and he started to get up in a really awkward way that I assumed was specifically designed to hide his nudity and then the, the very next move
0: displayed
1: yeah. it and I was like I don't understand what you're doing why why are, <laughs> why are you moving this way because that didn't work in any way. Anyway, but yes, so many boobs. All the boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like, just why? 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 Why why is a Ned O'Toole half naked in the pool? Why is Natasha Kinsky wandering around an island naked? It's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Why is why is the sex worker crawling down a staircase naked? And then opening up her bra. Well she, as she rolls over. Yeah, she wasn't naked. It was as she's crawling down and when she flips around, like you see her thumb go between her, yeah. her <laughs> go between it, her boobs, to it was pop her bra open move. and like it was I needed somebody with fishing line or something to <laughs> Yeah. Or if they could have let her crawl a little bit more where she could do that herself and not how was that the best take? that that we can openly see your thumb popping that bra. Listen, okay, her ankle was torn up. I got gotcha. you. Her ankle's torn up. You get to the stairs and you pull yourself up, okay? You can hobble down the stairs a lot faster than you can crawl down the stairs. Ugh. Okay, anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the, the opening her bra up as she turns over, you, yeah. you lost me, Paul. You lost me there in the opening scene. It's it's not good. It's funny, but it's not good.
0: <laughs> About two thirds of the way through this movie, I have the note. Well, I, well, as long as the nudity is essential to the story. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then, and then there was the blonde. Listen, she was so sweet. I considered the rule: never go home with a guy you pick up in a cemetery. And then <laughs> I, I remembered this was the eighties, and anything goes. So. Yeah. I mean, she was. She really was. She was very sweet. She was very cute, and she was sympathetic to to his performance problem. And she was. She yeah. did not. She did not deserve to die. I'm just. She did not deserve to die. I wouldn't say any of these people deserve to die in this film, but Bagley. Okay, that's right. First, Bagley's character. Bagley's character, who we don't remember his name. I will. I will give you that one. But how about? the other victims of the the cat people did mm-hmm. not uh, did not deserve their fate especially her because she was very sweet i did I, I and maybe donna you can confirm this here so later on when they're about ready to perform the autopsy on cat Paul, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah it looked like that was a real cat that they're wheeling in before they started, like that was actually tranked in my did my eyes deceive me, Dr. Donna, as well Before it
0: immediately putrefied around a human arm? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, that yeah, I actually looked really close to that cat, and I would bet money that that was a tranked cat, yeah, cause like there's one shot they pull back enough, and, and I'm like, that key cat's breathing. yeah. and and I saw the tongue move at one point. okay. So also, um, John Hurd was being. Really careful with moving it, and you don't need to be careful when you're moving a dead cat, yeah. unless you're
0: not trained. In actuality, and
1: yeah, which now um, we have a lot of questions about his credentials as a zoo worker. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, he was being super careful. I noticed he was being careful with the head. He was being real careful, gentle with it, and uh, I have I have some critiques with his necropsy technique, but. You know what? It's, it's John Heard. He's already suspect anyway, so it's fine.
0: I, I legitimately thought the movie was over when uh, Arena had the, the the vision of Paul and the tree and the explanation. I was like, oh, this is kind of an interesting image to land on, and then we can say, oh, she'll just go do other cat people things, and that's something. And then there's like a, another 45 goddamn minutes of this movie, and I I was done. I was just like, kill Home Alone Dad. Uh, let Annette O'Toole live her best life. Check in with John Lara just to see what he's up to, and
1: we're good. Yeah, I, I, yeah, the dream changing what her plan was like that I didn't. Yeah. So, just as a side comment, was the name Famale dumb or the dumbest thing ever? Well, okay. Pound for pound,
0: in this movie, it can't be the dumbest thing ever. It's not even the dumbest thing in this movie. So I'm going to land on dumb.
1: Okay. Yeah. Fair point. Fair yeah. Point. Wait, was that their last name? Because that shows you also how much I did not. No, hate. that was her first name. Okay. Because when 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 her mama when she was born, her 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 they they couldn't think of a name, so they just put female child in the. Oh, okay. Okay, you talking about RBD. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and then and then and then when she was sent to the orphanage, they just thought that was her name, and so they called her Femali. Oh, wow. And I was like, "That's some fucking lazy writing. You just couldn't think of a name." It's they- gonna get
0: get into the rule a little bit, but like, there's a complaint in eighty, like in the eighties about horror that horror hates women, and. If it's a comment on that, maybe it's kind of genius, or is it an example of the uh, the horror movie makers of the '80s disregarding women?
1: I think that is giving this movie a a lot more credit. I would say I, this is. I would. <laughs> I'm think...
0: leaning toward one answer on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think if they had hung a little more of a lantern on it, I think this is what you're submitting into evidence about '80s horror <laughs> hating women. <laughs> yep yep i just when i realized that's what they were going for i was like are you fucking kidding me you couldn't you could surely when you became an adult you could pick a fucking name for yourself you could say my name is now mary there's the the kid
0: and dick tracy can do it so can you ruby d
1: Yep. okay Sometimes with this, when Malcolm McDowell wasn't making his eyes very huge, which I know sometimes is hard for him, he looked a little bit like Ewan McGregor at times. Like there were little moments of. (laughs) No, I said little moments, not when he's making bug eyes and sniffing people, but there are little, little, little moments. Now, side note, I probably would have paid more attention if this was Ewan McGregor in this film, and he wouldn't have awkwardly got up. There is a large piece Of my heart's (laughs) real estate that belongs to Ewan McGregor. Oh, no. No, I I, I do not accept this comparison. All right. I do not accept this comparison. So, in
0: that sense, I think it's actually, if you're going to insist on making this movie with this script, Malcolm McDowell's about the only person you could cast in there and get away Mm -hmm. with it because he can effectively be awful creepy.
1: Yeah yeah there's yeah.
0: another actor you could put in there and then not feel even more discombobulated as you're watching the movie
1: <laughs> when she had that dream and he came striding across the sand shirtless was that supposed to be sexy i think that was supposed to be it sexy was, but it was not it was you bad. can
0: put that question on the whole movie was that supposed to be sexy
1: that's the poster like the poster is it's still the poster that you have of her in the rain with her pouty lips but it'll say cat people and the tagline is is that supposed to be sexy that's that's cat people
0: yeah (laughs) the note i had here there is a it's not a fine line there's a stark difference between (laughs) a movie being sexy and a movie being horny this movie is horny (laughs) <laughs> but not sexy. This
1: movie is horny on Maine. Like yeah. it's a, it's another level of horny. It's like there's horny and there's horny on Maine. This is horny on Maine. With <laughs> the siren going, woo, woo, woo. Yeah. <laughs> we also may have broken Donna. <laughs> the,
0: the the Panthers sure do puke a lot, which feels authentic to my experience of cats. <laughs>
1: But do they puke up like house flies mixed in? Like I don't I don't I don't know what no, I s- that's that's goo left over from them changing. It was gross. Like it, and, yeah. I'm a, and I'm a gross girl. But even now I was like, what am I looking what I, I, I had way too many thoughts on what I thought that was. And no, it was just gross. And then he eats some of it off his skin and ugh, oh, oh my god. Ugh. That was that was gratuitous and absolutely unnecessary, even more so than the boobs. I was going to say they beat the boobs. I I would take another couple of boobs <laughs> over that. Like, please show Easily. me more boobs and delete that. That was ugh. You didn't show us Ruby Dee's boobs, okay? Show me Ruby Dee's boobs. That's racist. <laughs> there. <laughs>
0: Where are all these white boobs coming from?
1: Oh, I mean, they were in the widest part of New Orleans.
0: That one block.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Near the zoo.
1: Near the zoo. (laughs) All right, Mac, you have our quote.
0: Indeed, I do. A superb cat, he's a menace. I'm giving it the the wrong inflection, but that's the better one.
1: That is the better one. Yeah. A superb cat. He's a menace.
0: <laughs> the word menace, like in movies, you almost always want um, J.K. Simmons to be saying, like, he's a menace.
1: That's the only acceptable menace. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Mac, you also have our rule, which <laughs> I don't know how anyone's going to survive this movie, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. OK, so a little bit of uh, uh, so we have a, a yearly sort of summit where we kind of plan out the movies for the year. And like, I honestly don't remember recommending the movie, but I'm I, I I accept that there really are no other suspects, and I probably did. But there's a reason I would have recommended it, and I don't think the either of the two of you would have recommended it. Therefore, I accept my uh, my crime here. Um, and I only recommend it because they like if you've seen any horror documentaries, you usually will cut to a Siskel and Ebert special from the '80s that pontificates on and on about how awful the state of horror movies is in the eighties, that it hates women that the slasher movies are formulaic and repetitive, which is okay. That's a fair point, but don't write off the whole genre. And to their credit, they don't, they list several that they like. And Ebert goes on and on and on about how much he loved cat people. And I'm like, Oh, I'm going to make a note of that to add this. Cause I spent like a lot of last year watching old Cisco and Ebert episodes. So the new rule is it was almost Mac doesn't get to recommend movies anymore, but we were, we, we modified it. We did. To be, we, we don't recommend movies only based on Roger Ebert's recommendation.
1: So I, I want to say that I I never really gelled with Siskel and Ebert. Um, Siskel, I was, I was like, eh, on, but Ebert, I found that if he absolutely hated a movie, I generally would love it. So that was that was the one recommendation that worked for me. If Ebert hated a movie, I would probably love it. Yeah. I never gelled with them because of their stance on horror because uh, child Kinsey was like, oh, well, you don't like this, so obviously you're an enemy of the state in the land of Kinsey. <laughs> 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 and so, nope, we are done.
0: Uh, yeah I, I watch them all all the time there's great YouTube archives of them and it's interesting they'll go into film and really discuss it uh and uh, that they hate horror is like they, they roll out that clip and they they hate dumb horror they hate horror just for the money's sake but that's what this movie is like I think this is an example to support their thesis not the exception. With the amount of boobs in it, with the the amount of just laziness on a, on exhibition here, this was meant to play for a weekend. This was yeah. it,
1: yeah. Or alternatively, Mac Ebert was just horny on Maine.
0: That's true. <laughs> the dude loved boobs. That that like I, and, yeah.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that. This is nope. just,
0: that's fine. The only screenplay credit he has is beyond the Valley of the Dolls. He he likes rests
1: yeah that tracks uh,
0: yeah i mean i disagreed with them more often than I, I agreed with them they didn't like gremlins 2 which is legitimately insane uh yeah i i like oh they're reviewing gremlins 2 and they're like eh, and i'm like act eh, to the two of you
1: <laughs> and now the kingdom of macula also has enemies of the state <laughs>
0: yeah
1: donna you have our poll question i do i do so After her bizarre dream with sexy Malcolm McDowell, um, she turns around and comes back and terrorizes Annette O'Toole. And then she goes to John Hurd and does a little strip tease for him and then sleeps with him. My question is, given her understanding of the rules, was she intending to kill him? when she went there so i'll go first i think she was i think because she does attack him and i think there's enough of um and i'm probably giving this movie way more credit than it deserves i think there was enough of her human side that she couldn't do it because she does i think she does like lash at him or strike at him and then she there's a lot of broken glass also in this movie she jumps through (laughs) the window a lot of broken glass yeah Apparently they're impervious to glass if you're a cat person. So uh, they got that going for them. But yeah, no, I think she was. I think she she was going to, you know, as in every intention of living like Paul did.
0: Yeah, but she, consent seems like a real strong word, but <laughs> she, she allows herself to be tied to the bed.
1: Oh, I was talking about the first time, not the second time.
0: Oh, I'm that's talking what about. I, was... I, I thought you meant about the second time. Yeah, uh, like yeah. The, the final time before she turns. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. Um,
1: that's what I was. Yeah,
0: I I don't know if I in the first time I think I'm reading it more as you know she's a woman on the cusp of her sexuality and can't you know reason through any decision. She's horny on main <laughs> and uh and, and and swinging for that Ebert thumbs up rating <laughs> so i i yeah in the two instances i i don't know if i necessarily think she meant to kill him uh because the movie is not well made enough to uh get me to track what the hell's going on most of the time
1: i uh yes yes what you just said um her plan doesn't make sense in in any way because Leopards are not indigenous to new Orleans. <laughs> Don't okay. know, when, when has log, when was logic part of this film, but I'm, I'm, I'm here for science corner. I'm here. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm here for all of this. So whatever her plan was, it quit working as soon as she became a leopard. So whether she intended to kill him or not, she was now a leopard in new Orleans. Um, so then she uh, but he did he did call her name and say Irina please and then she ran off and then she killed someone and then he tied her up and let me just tell you as someone who has attempted to restrain cats, tying up her hands was gonna do jack. As soon as she turned into a leopard, that was just gonna go and that was nothing. The feet maybe because there's a bone right right there in her feet, but I don't. eh. What we needed was a rope, a collar. That's what we needed was a collar, and that was going to work. That was too horny on Maine for them to. Yeah, the the MPAA was
0: not going to put up with that. There was. (laughs) Schrader knew where the limit was, and he went right up to that and said, "Nope, turning back now."
1: (laughs) We 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 can't use a noose in our sex scene. Yeah, not allowed. But I'm not convinced she intended to kill him. I think I think her plan was to turn. I, th- I think that's what she was going for. I'm just not sure what her plan was after that. I don't think she had a plan after that. Yeah, she was
0: a young, beautiful woman on the cusp of her sexuality. She didn't need a plan. She just wanted to lose it.
1: This is okay. So then, cat people is the is the glorious ver- version of losing your virginity before going to college. <laughs> Okay, I accept it. Uh, and on that note, let's roll into happy place. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I will go first. All right, Donna, what you got? <laughs> my happy place this week is Kinsey. <laughs> I have weird little freakouts every now and then about things. And I just love that I can call Kinsey and go, oh, my God, Kenzie!" And Kenzie will talk me down. Oh, well, thank you, Donna. Yeah. And I will do that anytime because we're friends. Anytime yes. you need. Yeah. I didn't know which one was going to, What I, I know what you're talking about. I didn't know if it was going to be the random puppy picture that I sent you on Friday. I didn't know no. <laughs> if it was just going to be my usual nonsense. <laughs> but thank you, Donna. No, sometimes I'm just a weird little freak. Oh, that's okay. And We're all weird little freaks and that's all right.
0: And that's, and that's the lesson from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: Don't that's be that it. freaky. That's my, that's my happy place. Oh, thanks Donna. Um, so last week we actually just finally started Yellow Jackets and holy hell, is it good? And I'm a little, I know I'm late to the party cause season two is about ready to start, but this show is so in my wheelhouse from the music to what's going on. And I even, I mean, we're four episodes in. I really, I mean, I know what's going on, but I don't know. Uh, there's a lot of questions and I'm here for it all. But yeah, when they do the the late 90s flashbacks, like, who Riot Girl Kinsey, like she feels that in her soul and I love it. So yeah, late to the party, but loving it every minute of it. Uh, I told Billy at one point, Juliet Lewis and Christina Ricci, they're in the show and they're driving somewhere and they're talking and all of that. And I looked at him and I was like, this is 1990 Kinsey aesthetic right here in two, <laughs> two forms. Because I loved her. I love Juliet Lewis and Kate Fear. And I loved her. I love Christina Ricci as Wednesday Adams. Like, I'm having a good time with Yellow Jackets. I don't know if you're supposed to have a good time <laughs> with Yellow Jackets, but I am.
0: Uh, my my head place is a weird ephemeral thing. I don't, I don't even know if I've got the words for it. But I just had a good weekend. Uh, Laura and I went to Stillwater. We saw John Delancey in concert, and uh, I got to meet him a little bit afterwards. And uh, yeah, that was great. And you know, got it was in Stillwater of all places, and got uh some decent Greek food, and uh, you know, the, all that jazz. So it, was, it I'm having that a good weekend. Strip mall. It used to be there. That strip mall's gone, but yes, it's the same place in a different location. Yes. I
1: know the place. That is some good stuff. I, I take a bite
0: of that food and I can feel 19 again for up to two hours. And right there, that's that's magic. So I don't know if I want to feel that all the time, but every once in a while, it's a mm-hmm. it's a nice it's a nice meal to visit. I wouldn't want to live there. Uh just just a good weekend all around.
1: If you'd have told me. Q was going to show up in Stillwater, I would not have had that on my 2023 yeah. bingo card. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, Leslie Odom Jr. is going to play that theater next month.
1: The fuck you say? Yeah. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I, I, I don't know if tickets are still available, but I, I meant to mention that to you. You guys might want to check that out. It might be worth the trip.
1: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Donna has the same expression that I do, which was what I vocalized out loud. <laughs> Just then, it,
0: it, it was going to be Renee Elise Goldsberry, but she had another commitment, and they it, like they sent us like, "Oh, unfortunately, she can't make it." And we're like, oh, darn it, Leslie say Jr. is coming." I'm like, "That's an acceptable trade. That's of equal or greater value." Yes,
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Fantastic. Okay, well, uh, we are on social media. You can find us on Twitter at Beyond Cabin, as well as Instagram, which is also at Beyond Cabin. We have a Facebook page, Beyond the Cabin in the Woods. Uh, Our webpage is woods.com. I am on Twitter and Instagram as at Callista77. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Dragon Goblin. I also joined Spoutable and stopped there. I joined. Um, But I'm at Dragon Goblin on Spoutable. I've done anything with it, but I'm there.
0: I am at Party Apocalypse on uh, Twitter semi-actively. Uh, Instagram, not actively and spoutable Uh, semi-actively. It hasn't like there was a, there was a minute there where it was like, ah, we found the new Twitter. Everybody can leave now. And then it's like, no, it's not going to come together. Uh, It's interesting. It kind of auto follows people for you. So you, you get a larger following right out of the gate, but then nobody checks in. So are are they really following you? Uh, It's not there yet. It hasn't reached a critical mass. And, might not, because there'll be some other Twitter substitute that comes across the pike. PartyApocalypse.com for other podcasts. Uh, There is The holiday is Broken. Now, finally up and running uh Disorganized Criminal Minds podcast. We have a, our first full episode as we're recording this, and they'll be rec- uh, posting on Alternative Mondays, full runs of Friendables, Two Friends Talking About Hannibal Lecter, The Fourth Wall, and As the Myth Turns, PartyApocalypse.com.
1: Thank you, Billy, uh, our editor. You always make us sound very fantastic, so we do appreciate you. Thank you, Billy.
0: I also thank you, Billy.
1: And thank you all for listening. Uh, Please rate, review, and subscribe to us if you aren't doing so already. Mash that subscribe. Mash it. Jam your thumb. Mashing that subscribe button.
0: Pump up the jamming of the thumb button. (laughs) Get your booty... (laughs) <laughs> subscribing that podcast tonight
1: Billy can you isolate that quote so I can make it my text message alert And <laughs> don't read the Latin
0: or talk to your brother ever just <laughs> bad
1: he's probably creepy
0: yeah.
1: you know what I is